Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Hello, my metal disciples, and welcome back inside Engineer Jim's House of Pain on 107.7 KOXX Cox Radio. <laughs> I hope you've been good, my rock brethren. Otherwise, I'll have to cast you into the pit of soft rock with Vader. <laughs> it's time once again to assume the position and bow down to the masters of mayhem, Giant Jan. You're gonna wanna bang your heads to this one, my steel crusaders. Yes! It's me, Engineer Jim, and I'm right here on 107.7 KOXX Cox Radio, where we will rock you hard. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. For six straight years, I slept on a gravel bed. Uh, Blackberry's gone. I've got an iPhone now. I had visited a Blackberry message board to how to fix this problem for the last time. I'm like, why am I why am I on this message board to figure this out? <laughs> 99% of people who leave the Apple store leave with a working yes, work. So I had to pretty much talk to the head of Apple. Fine. <laughs> He's dead. Wow. Dan O'Toole's on FaceTime. Join him. <laughs> FaceTime. They're like, sit down. I look over, I see she's in tears. She grabs her coat and she f***ing hurls it at his back. The four dudes, there was one nerd. There's coke all over his back and he turns around and he's like, are you insane? Are you insane? Guess what? Those girls three rows behind me threw a cola at my back. I was a nerd. Are you insane? It's not nice. Ooh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Those girls have cojones. We gotta get our hands on more balls. I was farting all night, and I swear I had one of those moments where I'm just, like, talking, and all of a sudden a fart slips out. You're having sex with that same girl. And she's looking at a picture of another man. <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. It's the Jay and Dan podcast. We're in episode 81. Woo! I would like to point out. What? I just slobbered on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Big issue. What is wrong with me? Anyway. Uh, Jim's radio station, KOXX. Gox. 
A uh, reminder of a bar in my hometown, Peterborough, Ontario, the Purple Rooster. Its slogan was, <laughs> the cock that rocks. <laughs> Cox Radio, 107.7 KOXX. Is there is there a KOXX out there? Should be. Uh, yeah, two reasons it should be, right. Maybe maybe you know this, Jay, or maybe uh, Jim does. Where's the cutoff where it turns from K starting radio stations in the United States to W? Because half the the country's K something, yeah. the other half is W, and in Canada it's all C's. For cock. <laughs> I, I, I want to say, I don't know why, but I think it's Denver. But Denver. I could be That's wrong. That's the cutoff. Makes sense. But I think it's Denver. K- I could be completely West, wrong. W-O-D's. There's a, a tune-in radio station uh, that says radio that plays the cocks. And then there's a Twitter handle, Radio Cox, from Seoul, Korea. That oh. disembodied voice you just heard was uh, Patrick Muldowney. Who <laughs> He's here. You're having so much fun. He made it. He's alive. You're having so much fun, and they're just sitting there like a wet log. You... Wet logs. There's Pat. Pat, it's good to have you back. Pat. And uh, Jim on the intro. He almost uh, legendary Canadian broadcaster Don Cherry. He's known for uh, kind of talking himself into a corner. You don't know how he's going to get out of it, but he did. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought you almost lost it there at one point. Uh, I no, did. I, I brought almost... it back. I never lost faith. In you. <laughs> I, I was... never lost faith in you for one single second. Michael Vader's back with us later. Yeah. Uh, David Featherstone. He used to work that camera. Dead. David Featherstone. <laughs> this got an uh, e- email today. Uh, by the way, Featherstone, uh, he's not with us anymore. He's with a Beverly Hills production company. I'm like, oh, great. I can't wait to you know, pay my respects to him and just say what a terrific hard worker he's been. And he's always, he was such a hustler, and he did camera on the podcast, and he he mentioned on the podcast, he left yesterday. He didn't so say long, my time period. He left off. yesterday without saying I think goodbye. you only pay your respects when someone's dead. Well, you just said he was dead. Because you, you say, oh, congratulate him. Tell him how great he was. Yeah, that's paying my respects. <laughs> it sounds like he's dead, though. You just said he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe how much you sounded like Urkel uh, last week in the uh, best of. Yeah. Uh, did I do that? No. <laughs> yeah, did, did I do that? <laughs> you could be an Urkel impersonator. <laughs> he's on Big money uh, in that. the celebrity Rachel Ray celebrity cook-off with Wow. And uh, that's all I know. In the early days of the show, am I, wow. if I'm not mistaken, was he not here one night with Donovan? They were like hanging out. What Urkel was? Yeah, someone Jaleel said Jaleel White. Yeah, someone said yeah, he's in the avocado room. What? Really? I didn't go check it Actor out. Actor Jaleel White. Then you how, run into. <laughs> that's how wild I was. He's one room over. Ah, I'm a good. Eh, not really. <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> I'm not going all the way to that room. Didn't you run into Donovan at the gym? At I the did. Equinox. Donovan. It's like he was like the mayor of the gym. <laughs> He's walking out. He's like, Donovan, Sam Donovan. He's like waving. And He's Donovan, like five. Donovan was hustling place. from from machine <laughs> to machine like a young David Feather. Five right? will always love you. That was his line. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. When he when he when they retired his number in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field, <laughs> he gets the microphone and everyone's like, "Okay, here comes a big speech." He was our quarterback for years and years, and he just says, "Number five will always love you." <laughs> Thank you. And then he put five in there. And then that was it. And then hey, he just walked yes, away. Sir. Everyone was like, that's it, Donovan? <laughs> okay. Thanks for putting effort into <laughs> that. Hey, guys, exciting day tomorrow. Dan O'Toole turns 40. Actually, yeah. today. Today, yeah. when the podcast, podcast is out. Is out 
Dan O'Toole is the big 4-0. I think we're going to have a little toast here, Toolsy. Your favorite drink. Love it. Tequila. Yes. Toolsy, I got a little something for you, though. All right. Um, I I thought, you know, it it was only appropriate that I let you, after all these years, finally have a taste of my wife's hot cookie. There's Jay Onright and his wife checking out the action. So here you go. She (laughs) baked them this afternoon. Holy jumping. (laughs) (laughs) They're not laced with weed or anything. But that's a lot of cookies. Delicious. Cookies. And they're still kind of warm. They, they were made this afternoon, and you should read that. I should read that on the podcast. Let's yeah. pass these around first. Wow, 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 wow. There we go, Vader. <laughs> cookie, hot. We want a Your taste wife? of my wife's hot cookie. I've had your wife's cookie before. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Who hasn't? And it's, I can't believe I get to eat like this every day. Delicious. Who hasn't had my wife's cookies? Wow. I think I've had her biscuits, and this guy's ready to roll. You got me a, a gift card for the restaurant under my building. Well, we know you McDonald's. We know you don't like to uh, leave your apartment, That's and your right. your uh, you don't believe Uber's surge pricing is Whoa. real. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's really good. I uh, so I flew back from Canada today. Thank you for the cookies in the card. That was very nice. Flew back from Canada today, and I followed cookies. Mike's advice. I dialed up Uber while sitting on the tarmac. From LAX, no problems. Oh, okay. They were all right with it. I told the guy, I said, I, I had a very bad experience last time I took yeah. a cab here. I said, I, I swore I never would again. He goes, good call. Good story. You're welcome. Cookies are delicious. <laughs> oh, awesome. You my wife's really cookie good. on the floor. Oh, we got more. Really good. That's Thank right. you. Five second rule. Thank you, Shelby. I was back in Canada. Went to Mandarin. Yeah, so you're back. You just got back now. Just got Are back. you coasting on fumes right now? No, I slept. I sleep every flight, every second. Guys, here's uh, here's the Dan O'Toole. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. The big 4-0 for Dan O'Toole. Everyone happy have a, just a sip of tequila. Here we go. Mm. Ah. Oh, that's oh. good. So we went to Mandarin. Oh, that's Mandarin. Yeah. That's their Ooh. slogan. It's a, that's good. That's tasty. It's mm-hmm. a big buffet. Excellent. It's a big buffet. Yeah. It's the ch- just for, for our American listeners and for the guys in the room, the Mandarin is the uh, the Chinese buffet restaurant of the mm-hmm. greater Toronto area. By the end of your meal, though, the ice cream tastes like the prime rib. The prime rib tastes like the shrimp. The shrimp tastes like the water, and the water tastes like the prime rib. Delicious. If you want <laughs> shrimp-tasting water, come to Mandarin for our Chinese New Year celebration. And not cheap. I've never been to Mandarin. I'm not yeah. allowed to go there. Right. High rollers there. Really? What? So what is what is a meal cost you at the Mandarin? I think it was like 30 bucks each or something. What? Yeah. Why don't you go to a real Chinese restaurant? I don't know. Here, Tulsi, funny they bring up money because uh, can we uh, do, uh, can we can we check our bags? Let's get right into it. Right but, into it. I'm going to start with this tweet first of all. Mandarin. It's time to touch their bag. The Jay and Dan mailbag. <laughs> this first one is a tweet from uh, Scott. It says, uh, listening to the last pod, gotta ask, does Dan make minimum wage? <laughs> Hashtag Dan needs a raise. And then I said, what specifically made you think that? Would love to discuss on today's pod. Was it something Dan said about money? And then Scott replied, Dan thinking your wife overcharged him for the Uber. 
and used phone his hatred of cabs because of the cost. And he wrote another one. Plus, he lives in a crack house. That's no place for hey. children. <laughs> if, you, if you're a private detective, I think you've done some good detective. Let me put that all together. Uh, I'm not a cheap person. I'm very generous. I just don't like to spend my money where it doesn't need to be spent. As for the crack. Old man toolsy. That was the funniest line I've ever heard on the podcast. That was great. As for the crack, that was a one-time incident. You smoke crack cocaine. And the, and the poop in the pool. He had a big poop on the green. Did you move into a slum? It's actually a really nice building. Yeah, yeah. It's in a good area of town. It is. It really is. Jim across the street, Donna McNabb's right there. He's right there. He's He's Donna! Did you see him work out on any of the machines? Not a bead of sweat was seen on his body. (laughs) He's an athlete. He's the best. No, I have another one for you, uh, Dan. This is from Joseph N. Till. Joseph N. Till. The subject is dance, all dressed chips. Dear Jay and Dan, I have two questions, but I'll keep this short so Mike doesn't have too much trouble reading through it. That's mean. Jay, totally. I was wondering if you have any advice for someone coming from Western Canada and studying media production at Ryerson. More importantly, two holiday seasons ago, Jay came to Chapters in my hometown of Vancouver for a book signing. I knew everyone would bring ketchup chips. So I went ahead and bought two bags of all-dressed chips to the signing, because I know you guys don't have them in the States. I bought a party-sized bag and a snack-sized bag. Then I told you that one was for you, and the Dan-sized one was for Dan. (laughs) You then turned and told the whole lineup about the Dan-sized bag and said you would bring it back to L.A. for Dan. I guess this made a huge impact on your lives because you didn't put out a podcast for the next five months. (laughs) I just want to know if Dan ever got the bag. All the best, Joseph Antil. I'm pretty positive I did, but here's the thing that happens randomly throughout weeks and months here. I'll show up at work, and there'll be a bag of chips on my desk. I never know where they come from. Because people now that we've brought all these ketchup chips Mm -hmm. and all-dressed chips down here, then if people go up to the States, or producer Tim will go up, and he'll bring bring a a bunch of chips back and just leave them there. Hmm. Tim, pretty ornery tonight. By the way, Mike Francesa, our old friend, no longer on FS1. He's Done. gone. So I said, we're going to do a little tribute to him tonight. He's like, what are you going to say about him? <laughs> it's like, what does it matter? He's yeah. going. He's leaving, Tim. He's out of there. Oh, I just have to know. Can't wait till they go to sing happy birthday to me. And Tim <laughs> run into the studio. Stop it! Everyone shut the <laughs> f- up! <laughs> We've got some highlights. Uh, you know what else happened when I was in Canada? I can't believe this is the first time it happened. Okay, uh, stop. <laughs> Dear Penthouse, <laughs> I can't believe this happened to me. Finally saw the Corner Gas movie. Oh, you finally saw it, and Because it was on look? demand. Yeah. Well, I loved it. Yeah. Every Canadian should watch it. And I want to watch it with a room full of Americans because the Canadian accents come shining through. Yeah. So now that choked we choked on the tequila, yeah, there. you're so you're so choked <laughs> up. About- anyway, I'll- yeah. <laughs> so, and there's a cliffhanger ending. Okay, now now my thought is, if there's another film, maybe they cast in that one too. Touchy. 
Dutchy, his part. <laughs> yeah, if you blink, well, if you blink, you missed our entire segment. Yeah, yeah. We each had a line. Yeah. Well, Dutchy, didn't Dutchy have two lines? He or did. Maybe they cut one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up. Jay and Dan. Uh, it should be required viewing for uh, everyone that goes to school. Love Brent. In Canada. What a guy. Love him. Uh, speaking of Canada, Canadian Wall of Fame, oh. Dan. On the Wall of Fame this week, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Of your. Uh, Minnesota. He's got the Cavs hat on, though. Timberwolves. I know, his draft. Yeah. That draft Big suit. day for him. Timberwolves. The Canadian uh, basketball team kicking ass. Yeah. Kicking ass, and he's leading the charge. And <clears throat> his oh, tequila's tools. getting me. Tools. <laughs> tools. <laughs> this is why Toolsy doesn't usually crush tequila. Sorry, sorry to go back to Donovan, but as I said to him, your niece is having an unreal season because right. the Canadian women's basketball team, which she was the figurehead of. Right, and so just to remind everyone, Darnell Nurse and what, his sister's name, I forget her, her name. Uh, our listeners are like, you guys suck. But anyway, yeah, she's on the Canadian women's team. Darnell, of course, former Sioux Greyhound, Edmonton Oiler now. Uh, yeah, related to Donovan. So Kia? Donovan dispensing all sorts of advice. Kia? Kia? No. Kia Nurse? Kia Nurse? Maybe. Sounds right. God, we're embarrassing. Right now, people are yelling at their radios <laughs> as they drive on their commutes. You guys are pathetic. You guys are awful. Anyway, Andrew Wiggins on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Great to have him there. Kia, nurse. Yeah. Great job. Pat Muldowney. How did you know that? Google. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Toolsy, I love this one. Keith Dirksen. I'm going to bring up the, uh, the uh, fan mail music again. Here we go. Going back in. Here we go. There's a whole more more in that bottle there. Keith Dirksen. Yeah, let's yeah. pour let's pour another round. Yeah, okay. Love the pod on the YouTubes. Do you fine looking gentlemen have weight and hair length limits built into your employment contracts, similar to Bruno Gerusi in Celebrity Cooks and Samantha Taylor on video hits? Wanting to touch your bag, Keith. <laughs> Our contracts are very thick. Maybe in there it probably says you can't let yourself start looking like a hobo. Yeah, I would I would assume that. Like have pers- you ever actually read our contracts? No. Should we maybe? That's <laughs> what we have agents for. Sure, they aren't signing us up for any tomfoolery. I'm sure in there it says personal appearance clause. Like, I would think so, yeah. yeah. Like you can't shave your head and gouge out your eyeballs. I remember, okay, this is going to be not as not super serious, but when I was uh, a production assistant at TSN, we called them editorial assistants at TSN, there was an anchor. They made her change her hair like over and over. They, made her, they kept making her change her hair. Finally, she was like, f*** you guys. But I guess they have the right to say, you know what? I worked with someone, again, we'll remain nameless, and they were told to change their hair as well. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've never been told... To but do here, anything. I've looked at old videotape of our time at TSN, and I got my hair cut at First Choice, whatever. Hey, who's when, that good-looking guy? When you did back, when we were back at TSN. I yeah. had some bad haircuts. Yeah, no kidding. You got your hair <laughs> cut at First Choice haircut. But they're worse than Mike's. The they were Ball. worse haircut <laughs> than Mike's. Mike's great right now. Yeah, Mike's hair looks Your hair's grown now. Yeah. When yeah. you first get it cut, though. Who cuts it? Is it a, it? Is it a relative? <laughs> Is it a relative? No, it's a really talented it? guy right down the street. guy named Rob. He worked so, in he worked in Hollywood for years. Worked on Titanic, actually. What? Yeah, he did. Is that what he told you? You want the Titanic today? <laughs> give me the I'm, DiCaprio. I'm gonna give you the Billy Zane. <laughs> he shaved his head. Shave yeah. it right off. <laughs> um. Okay. 
<laughs> Do you remember video hits? CBC, after school, 5 o'clock. You had to watch it. I'd love to hear from some of our listeners. This is a half-hour Canadian video show on the CBC, on the government-funded network. And it was pretty good. And Samantha Taylor was like a mom, almost. She was like a motherly type, and she was hosting a video show. And who was the larger guy that hosted it? That was Dan Gallagher. Dan Gallagher. Yeah, he's not with us anymore. He he was on uh, Much Music. And then you remember Dan hosted Test Pattern, which was like a game show. Where they gave away two sliced toasters. I mean, there's nothing more, <laughs> there's nothing more Canadian than a game show where the big prize is a two sliced toaster. I love it. I remember bumper stumpers. The grand prize was like five hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, whatevs. <laughs> it's not about the prize. It's bumper about the stumpers game. is still a great show. It holds up. Uh, Dan, speaking of great shows, Colin Cowherd's new show, The Herd. That's what Pat's been working on for the last week. That's why he couldn't come last week. Sorry, we've got new programming. Yeah, it's on our air again. Not. Available in Canada. Not available in Canada, but The Herd uh, is our, uh, I guess it would be our noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time show now. It's a simulcast of a nationally broadcast radio show starring a radio star named Colin Cowherd. And uh, we're going to try to get him on our podcast. And a podcast version of it. Okay. Oh, podcast version, yeah. Perfect. After you download this one. There's there's not a podcast version of it yet. Way to go. There will be. Mike. Well, I was told there would be. Okay. Way to go, Pat. <laughs> but not yet. Not yet. Okay. What is there? Is there a podcast? Clat. The Clat podcast. Really oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Clat. Well, Breaking the way, Huddle with Joel Clat. We're brought to you by FS Live. That's our show. Our TV show. It's still on. Hey! <laughs> and the Peter Schrager podcast. Speaking of Fox Sports Peter Live. Schrager podcast. He's going to be in here. So when Jay and I are sitting on the set, they bring us out a sheet and they say, okay, you have to read this. It's called The Tease Here. It's what you see before oh. the show airs. Yeah. And they give highlights. Oh, you won't believe what happened. No, in the Blue Jay. So it's the same as on SportsCenter. We call it headlines there. So Jay was uh, given a script the other night. And uh, and this, and uh, gave it enough of a preamble. I'm hoping Patrick has her queued up. Got it queued up, ready to go. go. And this happened. Now on Fox Sports Live, college football Saturday kicked off with a bang. Last second Hail Mary's true freshman taking the steam by storm. I should breathe in there. (laughs) College football Saturday kicked off with a bang. Last second Hail Marys, true freshmen taking the scene by storm, and a Deflategate scandal? It's cut down day in the NFL. Was Tim Tebow a lock to make the Eagles' final 53? And what All-Pro did not make the Pats roster? And controversy in Gotham as Matt Harvey nears his innings limit. Will he be a go for the Mets if they make the postseason? Plus, a street fight (laughs) broke out in the octagon. Bryce Harper has a milestone night. And who thinks the Browns make the playoffs? Don't worry, we've got your back. Fox Sports Live. Bartolo Colon is by. Oh, I always mess it up. I always think it's bye. <laughs> hey, who's that good-looking guy? I'm just kidding. Now he corrects Bartolo himself. Bartolo Cologne is a homosexual. Fox <laughs> Sports Live. Sometimes. Now. So it's supposed to be bay. It's supposed to be Bay. So you say, like, someone's my Bay. That means, like, they're your boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah, like, babe. It's short for babe, right? I don't have a clue, and Is I don't it short want to know. Babe? It was, uh, I've been told it's before anyone else. Yeah. It's, like, short for that. It's the worst thing that exists. It oh. is. I refuse to say. Uh, it, I want to throw up when it knows. Okay, it's but I didn't get it before Kurt anyone. Else. Is Our guest is here today. Kurt Morrison. <laughs> Kurt Morrison. <laughs> Come on. Just strolled Come on. in. Come here on he in. is. 
Take that bag off. Stay a while. Don't mind us, we're just drinking tequila. How did, you're shrinking away. You're shrinking. Kirk Morrison, oh, great wow. to have you on board, my Raider friend. Raider legend. How many years? 11? Did you play 11 in the NFL? I wish 11. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Eight, eight, eight strong Raiders. years, though. Eight strong years. Eight strong but years. two other teams, Raiders, Chargers, right? No, no, okay. no, no. All right. Yeah, just go ahead and tear it all up. <laughs> Raiders. Tear it all up. <laughs> tear it all up. Damn. Uh, what were the other two teams? Uh, Google. No, type you got to tell Google. me. If you type in Google. Uh, Kirk. <laughs> that's two Ks. I'm really getting um, shafted here. Last name uh, Morrison. And it says I was a graduate of San Diego State University. I've got. Oh, I knew you were. Yeah. I knew you were an Aztec. I'm an Aztec. I knew you that. I and knew then, that. no, I spent five wonderful years in my hometown of Oakland, California as a Raider. That's where your heart is. That's where yeah, your that's my favorite heart always. Team. And, yeah. and that's why we're having you on this show today. Really? Why is that? Just because the Raiders? Because of Oakland. Oaktown. Because of a previous guest we had on the show, Dontrell Willis. The D train. Yeah. You guys tell a story together. It took a weird yeah. turn there. <laughs> no. It was like, you know why. You know why you're here. <laughs> Gave me a Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> you know why you're here. You know why you're here. Did you feel like we were going to get you a something? I was like, what did I do? I just got here. I scared me. I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk, you, are you regretting this whole thing right now? You know what? Not at all. I, I would regret it. Um, first of all, nobody's offered me a beverage. Just walked in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want some tequila? There we go. <laughs> Just I'll, a I'll, sip. Sta I'll stare at it. You know. Okay, I'll look stare at that. At There's a nice fresh but, water. And then fresh water for you. But this, this is, is all let we you know, have. When the camera does go off, yeah. <laughs> this may be gone. That's out of there. That's all yours. Ooh. I want that. In 1800, Jose Cuervo. Yeah, we don't. We oh, don't oh and, and my wife some made cookies. some cookies. I was like, whose wife made cookies? Because yeah. that's that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. No guy just makes cookies. Hell no. It's always the wife. <laughs> wow. Every Man. Monday in the NFL, one of my coaches, his wife will make cookies. Oh. And so we couldn't wait for Mondays because we know the cookies would be there. <laughs> T-G-I-N. I made she... it to the NFL. <laughs> and so I remember one time my coach, <laughs> we were in her like, Where's the freaking cookies? Yeah. <laughs> it's all my wife. She was sick. She didn't make them. Oh. So I made them. And Ooh. so we were like, really, like, do we eat these cookies? <laughs> Even are, you were saying Yeah, that. we were like, I don't know, coach. And we had lost the game, too. Oh, So it was like, no matter what. She was like our team mom. Was it Art Shell? No. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Arthaniel. <laughs> that was Randy Moss's nickname for Art Shell. Really? Arthaniel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna you tell think Randy coach. will come back? You think Randy will come back? You know what? I, I want him to. Just to set really this up a little to. bit, there is talk that Randy Moss, who's now working with us at Fox, yes. uh, he's going to be on this NFL on Fox uh, kickoff, countdown to kickoff yeah. show. There's talk that he might come back. I mean, you look at him now, you're like, Randy Moss could totally step on the field and play right now. You actually think he could? He might do it? Have you guys seen Terrell Owens and Randy Moss next mm -hmm. to each other? No. No. They are freaks of nature. <laughs> Terrell Owens has like what negative six percent body. Yeah, negative six percent. Yeah. He can have Randy Moss has yeah. the longest legs I've ever seen. Absolutely. He's all legs, and he has like the most amount of buttons on a suit ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, you count the buttons on Randy's suit every week. It's like a joke. 
Like, I'm serious. Like, really? Wow. So here we go. Well, how many? What's the most? It's like the over-under on five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> let's like, oh, let's make five. that a segment on the show. <laughs> over-under Randy Moss button. I love it. But, no, these two guys are, you know, they're both, you know, upwards of six foot three, six foot four. Mm-hmm. You know, Terrell was about 225, 230 pounds. And Randy was just, just so fast. And I can tell you a story because it was my rookie year, okay? I'm in Oakland. I'm a Raider. And here I am. To my right is Charles Woodson, a hall, for sure Hall of Famer. Yeah, for sure. My locker. Well, actually, I wasn't next to Charles because it was my locker. It was locker number 52, which was mine. Then there was locker number two. Then there was locker number 24. Oh, no. So I know 24 was Charles Woodson. So when I got there, I'm looking like, wait, this is locker number two. Who's locker number oh, two? Oh, no, not Jamarcus. I'm like, locker, locker number two. This is 2005. So I'm like, and then Charles comes over. They, What's up, Rook? Oh, how you doing? You know, Charles, how you doing? Okay. And I'm like, okay, who's number two? And he started laughing because all his gear was in there. He had his own locker dedicated to his college number. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm over here waiting. For Can't this. wait to meet this number two. <laughs> this is number two. That's hilarious. So I'm looking at the media guy. There's no number two on the team. Uh, good but for him. He wore number two. But I tell you, first day of practice, I remember always – because we had just made the trade for Randy Moss. And so this is training camp, and you got to think everything's hyped up now. Randy Moss versus Charles Woodson. And you can kind of see it building, because we have this period in practice called one-on-ones. Running backs versus the linebackers, offensive linemen versus defensive linemen, and wide receivers versus defensive backs. So it was that day, and I remember everybody stretching, and you can feel (laughs) the tension (laughs) as when the coach says, hey, one-on-ones, everybody was going to watch. Because we all wanted to see, at the time, the game's best corner, Charles Woodson, and the game's best receiver in Randy Moss. And I remember Coach Seattle's one-on-ones, and so now I'm excited now. You know, I'm getting ready to do my little <laughs> one-on-ones going against Lamont Jordan. All right, and I'm like, everybody just kind of stopped as Randy gets to the line of scrimmage. Charles steps out there, and literally, you got to think, it's 90 guys or 70, whatever, how many guys are practicing training camp, but yet we're all – watching these two guys go at it. For sure, Hall of Famers. Charles mm-hmm. Woodson, Randy Moss, for sure, for sure Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. And I remember Charles Woodson was about 10 yards off. And we just sat back and said, how's this going to happen? What's going to happen? They hiked the football. Kerry Collins was the quarterback. Randy goes about four steps. He eats the 10-yard cushion up. Charles Woodson has the – he's like backpedaling now. <laughs> and Randy just puts the hand up. And Charles Woodson backpedals and then just kind of skirts off to the side. Like he just kind of quit on the play. Oh, really? That was the whole time. It was like two of the best. And you could see him like, okay, okay, okay. And then they just stopped because both of these guys were – it was just – Wait, was because he, do you think because he realized he doesn't have the height that Randy does? He realized that no shot. Randy was about to run in a track meet. Right. And he was like uh, – he didn't get the baton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like it was – it was. Would they have had a friendly wager on that, do you think? No, I wasn't afraid, but it was one of those mutual respects that these guys knew that I knew the guy across from me was going right. to make me better, and he was going to, in return, make me a better player. Right. And we all saw that. So it was one of the things that I got a chance to witness in my career 
was two Hall of Famers go at it during practice, and it was it was fantastic. Kerry Collins too, hell of an arm, <laughs> <laughs> hell, hell of an arm. Well, one of the all time greatest dippers too, as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. he loved, had, loved to have a dip. Oh in. yeah, he'll put a little chew in. There. <laughs> he didn't dip during play, did he? Oh, uh, you no. think you'd choke on that? The, well, the only player I actually know that used to dip while playing was Larry Allen. <laughs> the Hall of Famer Larry Allen, <laughs> really? former Dallas Cowboy, San Francisco 49er. He would – that was a rookie as well. So, the NFL's changed since 2005, and I don't want to be yeah? like this old guy now, like, well, back in the day when I played, it was 05, <laughs> like 10 years ago. But Larry Allen, I'm a rookie. Larry Allen puts his hand in the, in the, in the dirt, okay, or in the grass, and he starts – like grunting, like, <laughs> what the but he doesn't have his mouthpiece in. It's just hanging. And I'm looking, and I'm like, what is that on his lip? It's chewing tobacco just running down his lip. Uh, and he spit. <laughs> Quarterback saying, down, set, green 42. I'm like, please don't say hike. Because <laughs> if this guy comes at me, and that chew gets on oh, me yeah. in my face. Oh, I'm yeah. done. It's happening. I gotta call. A, I gotta go to the <laughs> sideline and tap out. So he's like, hur, hur. quarterbacks, you know, hikes the football. He comes right at me, and he literally, uh, you have you ever really had a grown man grab you? Oh, no, thank yes, God. He ever. That's <laughs> 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 what this whole podcast is about: is grown men grabbing men. Have just a, a grown man just grab you? No, I've spent my <laughs> entire <laughs> life avoiding. A, a lot, a lot of people have not really had that happen. Yeah, I had a grown man grab me, and it was like it, it was a moment of weakness I will never forget. And I remember I can never let this ever happen again, because for a, for a one for that one second, I felt less of a man. I, th- I was less masculine. I couldn't do anything about it. That's why we never put ourselves in those scenarios. Yeah. He just grabbed me. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then my coach was like, the next day, don't let this happen again. Use your athleticism. Don't let him get his hands on you. So then after that, I was, had to be a little Tasmanian. Yeah, yeah. A little sneaky. Okay, now let's get back to where I creeped you out. The okay, reason for you being here. <laughs> oh, you know why I'm here. Because we, we've mentioned it with Don Trell. Okay. And uh, we, we mentioned how we were going to have you here to come tell the story about Little League Baseball. Because yes. one night I was talking to Don Trell and you came by and I'm like, oh, you guys are from the same area. You guys. Yeah. And you said, do we know each other? And then you launched into a Little League Ooh. story where I was hanging on every word. You had a little Oakland credibility. You saw how yeah. you scratched his face up? Oh, yeah, he was <laughs> excited. We know each other. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging around me too long. You've been <laughs> hanging around me and Dontrell. No. But uh, I could not believe the detail in which you guys remember this Little League story. Yes. And Dontrell and you both said it was like one of the greatest baseball games you've ever yeah, seen yes. or been a part of. Growing up in Oakland, California, a lot of good baseball players. I think one of the best known uh, to come out of our era right now is Jimmy Rollins. He played, you know, playing right now currently tons of baseball and we cc right yeah cc sabathia from that area i mean we we grew up one that was my first love you know people just understand i played baseball since the age of at least five and i stopped playing baseball my sophomore year when i was no longer able to make the throw from third base to first base because i started lifting weights my sophomore year so i started getting the guns and then the ball just would just flail on me yeah, because I was I was either I was either going to hit a home run or I was going to strike out. That was it. There wasn't no in between. Wasn't no doubles, triples, singles. If I got a walk, it was like hell froze over or something like that because it just wasn't going to happen. But I remember uh, I think we were a thirteen at the time, and 
Dontrell played for one of our rival, you know, Babe Ruth teams, uh, our Little League team. He played in Alameda, which is the a section of Oakland that's really South Oakland, but it kind of got its own city name, Alameda, where I grew up in Oakland. So we here we are on his All Star team. He's on his Alameda. So do people all-star? know about him already? They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Do people yeah. know about Don? We all we all know about the left hander in Alameda, <laughs> <laughs> throwing smoke, throwing what they say nasty. He he had some nasty stuff. Right, right. What other words do pitchers use? He's got he's got good stuff. He he's nasty. He's filthy. I mean that all the anything that you want to call Dontrell, he had it all. Right. You know? so, and he could hit too. And he could hit. Yeah. And that was the bad part because it was like you think he's a pitcher, but everybody could hit in little league. If right. You couldn't hit. You. Yeah. And so we're playing in this All Star Championship game, and the winner of this game goes to the state championship. And, you know, if you win the state, you go to the World College or the Little League World Series. Right. So we get to this, you know, our regional championship, and Dontrell's on the mound. Oh, so we're going to get Dontrell's best. And I I know it's a seven-inning game, and we, Dontrell literally shut us out for six strong innings. And he was throwing, I mean, his curve was starting at the top of your head and coming down to your ankles and right over the plate. It was unbelievable. And he was throwing, like, it was fastballs, it was curves, sliders. He had all of that stuff. And what really ticked me off (laughs) was that he wasn't cocky, but he always had that hat kind of cocked to the side a little bit. he started that. The flat brim. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. And then he wouldn't tuck his jersey. <laughs> tuck the freaking jersey in, Just Dr. like Gretzky. Yeah, just just like tuck Gretzky. it in. It's okay. Yeah. You know, ref, hey, hey, Blue, give me a second. You know, <laughs> you know, tuck it in. He wouldn't do that. And he was just, that's just who he was. And he shut us down. And I think they were up 2 nothing. And then sixth inning, you know, he got a little tired. And he finished the sixth. And we knew once he was out of the game. Because he had a pitch count. Yeah. Hey, it's us. It's our time. And they were the home team because we played there. And I remember we ended up getting three runs in the bottom half of the – I mean, the top half of the inning. So we're like, oh, here we go. We're about to win this thing. (laughs) We're done. Finally, we got away from Dontrell. The reliever comes in. We get our three runs, three to two. Let's go get three outs, and we're going to the state. Well, we get in there. I think we walked one guy. Next thing you know, another guy's – and we so we got one runner out, but we still have one runner on. And then I remember, I think his name was Julian Benavides. That's his name. Don Trout can tell you his name, too, as well. <laughs> he comes up to the plate, and I just, for some reason, you felt something was going to happen. He was a right-handed batter, and I remember he had his white TPX bat with the black lettering. And in, in Little League, there's a sound. I don't know how much of the Little League World Series you guys hear. Did you watch well, it? We, we always have a Canadian team. Yeah. yeah. It's usually from BC. But you know, it's always, you know, that sound. Like, oh, and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, that's a homer. <laughs> yeah. you, you just hear the sound. Yeah. So I think it, we got down to, it was two outs, one runner on. So we're like, all right, we just need one out, one more out, one more out. Julian Benavidez walks up to the to plate. And I remember first pitch strike, second pitch ball. And then for some reason, it just everybody, you know, standing up, clapping. Here we go. They strike them out for the state. And all of a sudden, I heard that sound. <laughs> Contact. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And. Whoa. 
and we were playing. The field was like a, a like a freeway uh, overpass was right there, and that ball just literally almost hit the freeway overpass. He got all of it, and so here we are. We're dejected because that's a game-winning home run, and we're de- I'm like everybody's dejected, and we're just like, oh man, it's it's over with. You know what are we gonna do? And actually, no, it was it was actually one out. That's how I remember it was one out because. They, they're celebrating. They think they, the game was over. They think it was ended. And we're literally about to walk off the field. And for some reason, somebody says, tag home plate. We go over there. We tag home plate. And Julian Benavides missed home plate. <laughs> oh walk off God. home run. He misses home, home plate. Run. What? Wow. <laughs> he missed home plate on a walk off home run. We tag the plate. He's out. Game's tied. Uh, yeah, because the other two. run counts. Yeah, the other run counts. Game's tied 2-2. We go back <laughs> up to the next inning, and boom, here we go. We score a couple runs. They lose the game, and oh they're still. Oh, my God. It was I, – I still don't believe it. I've never seen a game end like that ever. Benavides, is he okay? I don't. Has <laughs> he ever recovered from this? You got to ask Don Trill. Oh my god! Because never he gets a no decision now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. all that hard work. He's just worried about his record. Yeah, and that was. Uh, but Don Trill says he was like, I remember specific blades of grass. I was so <laughs> dialed in. I'm like, what? He goes, yes. yeah, the greatest game I've ever. He goes, there must have been like 900 people there. You guys have played in front of sold out stadiums. Yes, yet nine hundred people was. He remembers that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were. It was because it was uh, it was rivalry. It was yeah. a lot of people came out to see Don Trail. You know, we knew that he was going to go to the major leagues. It was not even a question. It was right. a, it wasn't about it wasn't about um, you know is he? It was about when. You know, he, when was he going? Was it going to be you know right out of high school? Was he going to wait a couple years? And this is at the age of thirteen. Remember that? We're thirteen. So <laughs> did you guys know each other, or did you guys? draw the lines together later in life no we knew each other right after right right that because we all knew the same you know we all played in the same league pretty right. much so you know the guys and then we all go to the same rival high schools he went to Encinale high school and i went to uh bishop o'dowd high school which is probably about five miles five or six miles away so everybody kind of knew each other and you follow each other's career and man uh, that that game that's though, crazy but you know we follow each other and it was great because, you know, he was on, the, I used to call it the Chitlin circuit, which is, you know, for the, uh, <laughs> you know, minor league baseball. Yeah. You know, when yeah. he started, he was like, he always tells me the minor league stories because I want to know him. But, you know, when I got to the to the pros, he had already won a World Series. He right. was already an all-star. It was like he had already accomplished so much before I'd even got out of college. Yeah. That it was like he had already grew up. And now when you talk to him, he's like an old man. He really is. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. so funny. He's and, like and the old way man he, now. He's like, oh, yeah, those young kids out there today. And man. the way he talks about his career is like, I was just, you know, I was a scrapper. Yeah. I barely made it. So I was good, man. Yeah, I was okay. Do you have to run? Because we're going to bring Peter Schrager in right now. Oh, we can bring Yeah, Schrager. yeah. Let's bring Peter Schrager. Schrager. Uh, it's, oh, uh, can we do rapid fire? Yeah, Peter can yeah. get all suited up while we're getting ready for Oh, yeah. Rapid. We need another Pete chair. Pete Schrager, come on Peter in Schrager, here. Come on in. Look at that. He's got great hair. We're going to find a chair for you here. Or Yeah, or Pete, yeah, stand over here. Oh, he's amazing. He's going to do rapid fire right now. He's going to do rapid going fire. On. We have uh, questions in from uh, What's listeners. What's up, man? We've got some questions from oh, the uh, podcast listeners for you, Kirk. Tangle. That, you know what? I, I saw a couple. It's coming. It's coming. coming. Rapid fire questions on Twitter. <laughs> well, yeah. I want to tell him. I want to tell Kirk Morrison has great Toronto stories. Do what you guys do you mean know Toronto this? Toronto stories. What? Yo. <laughs> okay, first of all, you pronounce that so badly. 
What are the Toronto stories? The T dot. You, you gotta, you gotta forget <laughs> the second T. Okay, now how, how does that yeah, how Toronto. does that come into play? Right. You, because not too many Americans have a Nexus pass. Oh. oh. <laughs> Don't know what that Nexus means. pass. Nexus Trigger mom. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Why, why Nexus Pass? Why did you get a Nexus Pass? Because I was going frequently going over the border. So oh, you know how it is. Yes. You may get to the border, the Canadian border, right yep. there for me, downtown Buffalo. Yeah. Because I play for the Buffalo Bills. We okay. Now, this is what I want to talk to you yes. about. Yes. Okay. So when we say Toronto stories, are we talking yes. Niagara Falls stories or Toronto no, stories? No, we know that Niagara no. Falls no. is different. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And it's always, you know what? What I hated about gambling on the Toronto, I'm not on the on the Canadian side because you can go to Niagara Falls, and there's the U.S. side, which is a great view. Yeah. But if you really want to see Niagara Falls, you got to go to the you Canada to go side. To, yeah. The Niagara Falls, USA is. Kind you got to yeah. yeah. Niagara Falls, USA. You're putting me to sleep. Tell me about the nightlife. <laughs> All right, the nightlife in Toronto. Tell me about the yeah. view. <laughs> well, <laughs> the crystal geysers. <laughs> the reason why I love Toronto, and I'll be honest, is because when you get to Toronto. No one even cares if you're an NFL football yes. player. You just look like a just regular citizen. Yeah. You know, and so when I want to go out there, I will go to the best, <laughs> you know, sports bar, I think it's still in North America. Real which sports. Is real sports bar. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's one like, of the – it's, it's a great place. Yeah. But I remember going to this nightclub, and everybody kept telling me about this nightclub. It's like, you got to go to this nightclub in Toronto. It's only open one day a week. And I was like – our nightclubs will be open throughout the week, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're like, no, it's open one day. I said, all right. And so. What said, was it called? It's called Music. Oh, I've heard of this. <laughs> I've never gone. He's never been, but it's <laughs> a, uh, and it's at medieval times. So oh, you're going, yeah. yeah. So it's like you're, you're driving along the water. Yeah. And Lake Erie, and so you're like, oh wow, this is nice. Or Ontario, well, Lake or, Ontario, Lake Ontario, Lake Ontario. Whatever. Whatever. Lake it's one on of the, the Great side. Lakes. It doesn't matter. I lived on Lake Erie. That's yeah, why. right. But Lake Ontario, when you get over there, and so when I got there, we get to this club. And by the way, you described driving on the lakeshore. So anyone who drives in Toronto, they're like, I've never thought of it. Like that was a nice drive, but it actually is. It's no, right it really is. Right on the water. I know, yeah. but you're usually stuck in traffic when you're on that. Yeah, the not, if you're, not if you're Kirk Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. The C's, the C's part. part. QEW, see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, not bad, not stuff. bad. Yeah, I really felt like I was an honorary Canadian. I nice. really did. Nice. I have friends out Tell there. Tell me about the ladies. <laughs> okay, no, let's talk about music. That's all once. That's all Let's talk about music. With a K. With a K. There was a smorgasbord of whatever <laughs> you liked. Yeah. And it was like, wait, what? It was, it was unbelievable. That's Toronto, the most multicultural city maybe in the world. Yeah. But but you gotta understand this though, Dan. Everybody was so nice. You know when you when you, you get to America and you say, "Hey, how are you doing, young lady?" It's like, who are no, you? No, but see, I just <laughs> in, in Toronto, Kurt. I say, "Hey, how are you?" Hey. No. Okay, hold on. I feel like you, are you from the states? Are, eh? are just as nice. I feel no. like California. Oh yeah. If you want to so meet nice. a real person who's real salt of the earth, move to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But, you know, when you're with a group of guys, and they're like, oh, you're from the States, eh? And I was like, hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was always the fun part. And uh, everybody loves it when the weather is great. Like right now, see, yeah, you guys nice have been now. here in Los Angeles now, was it over two years now. Yeah. And you're, become soft. And you're spoiled. Like yeah. when you, first, when you guys time. first got here, you guys never wore, sh- you never wore shorts. 
You well, know we wore right? shorts every day for since one, we've month yeah. one month a year. One month. No. Oh, you mean back when back, back there? Two oh, years ago. No, two it. years ago. You're not wearing shorts. You guys came in here. Canada. You guys were all bundled up. You had Dan had his well, long sleeve shirts on. Jay, I don't know what here? you were doing. Yeah, no, well, I've always dressed like this. When here. I showed up at work, I was dressed like this. No. Yeah, right. I'm People talking are about like, what are you? In what's wrong two years, you have now changed. You guys are real like West Coast guys now. We're soft. No, we've become extremely soft. Did you go to the brass rail, Kirk? Yeah. Oh, I've been brass. I've been to the keg too. Yeah, brass. <laughs> I the keg. Yeah, I've been to the keg. I've been. I've been a lot That's of places. That's the new keg slogan. I've yes. been to the keg too. <laughs> Peter Schrager, welcome yes. to the podcast. Wait, I, I, thank you. Pete, I you went to Toronto. Uh, yeah, not too long it was ago. all bachelorette parties when I was there, and that <laughs> yeah. was fantastic. Uh, question for you: Does Marshawn yes. Lynch, you were a teammate of his, right in Buffalo? Does he go out in Toronto? Like, what was that like? Oh, that's good I don't question. know. I just, I'm fascinated by Marshawn Lynch. Right. Um, I just want to think of, I'm thinking about his interaction with <laughs> yeah. the Border Patrol. You're talking about yeah. all these pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> like when he comes to the border. <laughs> You're like, talking about all these pleasant yeah. Canadians. Like, is Marshawn Lynch giving that back? And they're like, so, so let me see your passport. Yeah. And I don't think like, Marshawn Lynch has <laughs> a shot. Because uh, I mean, you know, they always ask you, what are you going to Canada for? Yeah. yeah. And, and you're so, like the brass rail. I wonder and the keg. What does Marshawn <laughs> say though? Because I never went with him, but I wonder no. what he said. Yeah, no, the view of the lake. You know why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get fined. You know why I'm here. I don't want to get fined. Here, yeah. Buffalo uh, playing at that time, like now, now would be great. But I did play in one of the cold, like, coldest places ever. Yeah, yeah. That's inside true. the Rogers Center, it's cold as hell. I just want to let y'all know that the well, Rogers Center we played at the Toronto Series. This was a series. terrible, terrible atmosphere. Right? It is like a golf Thursday night yeah. game. Like, I remember, Awful. it wasn't a Thursday, it was a regular Saturday, okay. I mean, a regular Sunday game. I yeah. I'm playing against the, we played against the Redskins that weekend, and I remember we scored a touchdown, and all you heard was, yeah, but Kirk, <laughs> <laughs> but Kirk, you have what? to understand, <laughs> you have to, <laughs> it but, was 60,000 people know, there, and but, all it was like, but they're not Bills fans. Like, that was the some problem. Of, some of them are. <laughs> But, but others are just like, NFL? oh, go see a, a Bills game, I guess. I, n- I never But the other problem is they like can't that. tailgate. You can't tailgate. You need to, to be well sauced. Yeah, you can't get obliterated <laughs> before a game. That's why the NFL will never work in Canada. You can't tailgate. You can't tailgate. So if you can't get obliterated, you're not going to But I still love the hotel out. in center field, though. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Sky Dome. Sky Dome. Yeah, the dome. Yeah. Guy it's was making love to his wife, right? Wasn't there like a story? That's right. Yeah. That was really me. Dating my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because the thought of Jay having sex is just impossible to me. Hello. Uh, so I conceived a child. I will be in Buffalo this weekend. What? what? Yeah, really? I'm going to Bill's really? Colts for the Fox NFL kickoff show. Mm. What? Uh, we're Look doing a live you. hit. It's Rex Perfect. Ryan's first game. I'm going to be there on the field. We're going to talk about that. And then week two, Kirk and I together yes. are what? doing Vikings-Lions. I'm on the sidelines. He's in the booth. Holy yeah, we're going Dude, to the Great Mall. This is incredible. <laughs> going to the Mall of America. The Mall of America. Yes, Mall because you guys going to hang out with Prince. You're when you guys did with... games together, you guys can hung out together. You guys oh, went to all oh, of North Olive Garden together. North, North Shamrock. <laughs> yeah, so tell everybody <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> multi Applebee's, CPK, Nordstrom Rack. You took me to a Nordstrom Rack. Is this your go-to shirt? Look, if you're trying to impress a guy, you might take him to the brass rail. 
I take him to Nordstrom Rack, the Van Houston line, we just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one That's we went nice... to, it was like a feeding frenzy yeah, in there. Was, yeah. Where we go? Which one was it? Was it in LA? It was in Torrance, <laughs> California. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jack you took Horner. him to a Nordstrom Rack in Nordstrom Torrance? Rack, baby. Yeah. He had to go to Panini oh. Bread. I wanted my Panera Bread. Panera Bread. Panini Bread. I wanted my Panera Bread. Panini Bread. Kirk and I were staying at the Ritz-Carlton in D.C. for a horrible Redskins-Rams game last year. It was raining. It was a bad game. Uh, we're staying at the Ritz-Carlton. They've got some of the nicest restaurants in D.C. Me, him, and Sam Rosen <laughs> went to a California pizza kitchen in a strip mall, and it was great. And took pictures? And took photos yeah. in I front of the that. sign yeah. in front, yeah. I remember yeah. Sam Rosen taking those pictures. Yeah, Sam Rosen, the voice of the New York Rangers. Yes. Great Actually, voice. can we read uh, one of our, our letters here? Uh it, it, it ties in with what you guys yeah, just said. Uh, it's it's called uh, subject heading is Chicago Olive Garden slash TGI Fridays. It's from Dustin Halverson. Mm-hmm. Was in Chicago last week, and while there was no Fox Sports One on my TV in the hotel, I got to stop at the Olive Garden and TGI Fridays. <laughs> there you go. The waiter at the TGI Fridays asked me if it was my first time. I said yes, and he asked if someone recommended the place. Yeah. I told yeah, him a podcast right. on Fox Sports One, <laughs> and he told me that he'd never heard of the channel. Yep. The next day, I went to the Olive Garden, and the same thing happened. However, this time, the waiter looked at me and replied with, Schrager Bond. No, not true. Such a lie. Peter Schrager. (laughs) Schrager I love that email. (laughs) That is such a lie. (laughs) But maybe it did happen. This guy just got out. What's his name? What's his name? Dustin Holverson. Holverson, you're a effing liar. (laughs) Schrager Bond. I don't uh, think he's lying. A, I would never. I think that's hundred percent true. I would never suggest TGI Fridays. I okay. think that their friendship, but no, friend, the Olive Garden is the one. He, yeah, no, the Olive Garden. So I love. You're, you're I'm not a TGI Fridays never. guy. Never. Yeah, and it's just you know they take my patronage for granted. I never, never feel like a I'm Jack, like Jack Daniel's shrimp. No, and I Jack, Jack Daniel's ribs. Have some more baked the, goods yes. for my wife. The Oreo madness everyone raves about. I wasn't so mad about it. I didn't think it was that great. Ultimate Long Islands. I knew the Ultimate Long Islands, but Olive Garden. I mean, you you put in front of me that hurricane of pasta. I'm eating it all. Yeah, you're crushing. I'm loving it. We have a lot of Bills fans who listen to this podcast. Yes. A lot of Canadians are Bills yeah, fans. Yeah. And you have them making the playoffs. I'm this really year. high Peter on the Peter Schrager, Bills. NFL insider. I'm really Stacks. high on the Bills. Uh, they haven't been to the playoffs since 1999 when Rob Johnson was the quarterback. Let's not go on on a limb. Have one more. Yeah. One more. You got to understand, uh, me and Peter are like, we're always right there. We're pretty on, much in tune. We understand where the NFL so is. So you're agreeing? You guys are in yes. sync. Bills yes. going to play. Here's what I say it's like they've been missing one thing, and that's just like, the quarterback. <laughs> the quarterback. And, like, this guy, everyone doesn't know him. They don't care about Tyrod Taylor. They're like, oh, he's just a backup from Joe Flacco. He's been learning from one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he's in Greg Roman's offense. I don't want to get too in the weeds here. Greg Let's Roman get in the weeds. was Colin Kaepernick's offensive coordinator for the last three years. And that offense where it's all running offense and you don't know if it's a threat to run or pass, it's perfect for him. And then I want to just throw in this because Fred Jackson is a very popular player up yes. in Buffalo, and everyone's crying that they cut ties with Fred Jackson. Fred X. Or Fred Incredible X. Hulk. And they'll, they'll at some point retire this guy. He was 34 years old. He was a lifetime bill. They didn't go to the playoffs once with Fred Jackson, right? So at some point, they'll retire his number all thing. The money that they're saving on getting rid of Fred Jackson, they're able to pay Matt Castle as a backup quarterback, and they're able to go out and re-sign Marcel Darius, who's one of the best defensive tackles in the league. Mm-hmm. This team now has bite. They're angry. McCoy and Harvin are two of the most dynamic playmakers when healthy. I'm excited about the Bills. I think everyone's excited about the Bills. And Rex talks so much S. He's perfect, though, for Buffalo. He's what Rex is perfect for Buffalo. It's He's what they've needed a lo- for a long time. They've needed a personality there. What do you got, Kirk? No, I, uh, I, I agree. And I, I've said this from the beginning. You can mark it right now. Let's just put our stamp on it. Boom. This is a top three defense. Awesome. So when you already have a top three defense, just give me something on offense. 
Tyrod Taylor, just don't lose me a game. That's, That's right. all he's going to ask. Hey, Be guess a game what? manager. Hey, come on in. Just don't lose me the game. Right, guy. right. And I think you can get that from Tyrod. Right. But and also, it's it's the backs on this team as well. Everybody's going to talk about LaShawn McCoy, but I want to look at the guys behind him as well. You got rookies. You can throw in Booby well. Dixon. Booby Dixon. I mean, you got a ton of guys. Best I'm talking name. about it today. I'm saying, okay, what else? And you forget about they have a tight end now in Charles Clay. And we saw him throughout the preseason. Now you have another added weapon because we all know the tight end is a quarterback's best friend, just like mm-hmm. a dog's a man's best friend, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess. But I'm, I would, when I watch. Cookie's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but That's weird. I, I'm not going to lie to you. And, and this is where I'm jealous of Peter Schrager. Mm. So I'm really jealous of Peter Schrager. First of all, we all are. Count the ways. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm any man who wears sunglasses like that, you yeah. need to be the jealous Gucci. of. Ooh, <laughs> hanging with moss. What's up? Uh-huh. <laughs> Gucci down to the socks, but podcast. I'm painted. jealous. Shade Schrager. I'm really <laughs> jealous of you, Schrager. You know why? Yeah. What's up? Because Sunday, yeah, Ralph Wilson Stadium, it's gonna be amazing. It's going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand, they've sold more season tickets than they ever have in the history of the Buffalo Bills football organization. So They're we're talking about starving back to back to back to back. You know, Super Bowl appearances. Mm-hmm. They never saw this many season tickets. Wow, I didn't know that. So just understand, game week of week one. You can kind of feel it. You can get it. Monday, starting to amp up. Tuesday's a day off. But by Wednesday, you'll start to see people kind of plotting, navigating. It's Buffalo. But by course. Thursday, you'll start to see the but wagons. Wait, wait, you'll wait. start to see the circle wagons. Start, you'll start to see the wagons oh, yeah. pulling in. But isn't week one for any NFL team like that, you're, you've but got a perfect record. No, new ownership, yes. new head coach. It's yeah. a different LaShawn McCoy and Percy Harvin. And I'll add this one in here. I'll add this one with this team. The Indianapolis Colts are going up there. Everyone's writing the Colts in as the Super Bowl perennial favorite. Not me, but go ahead. Everyone, but most <laughs> part, everyone's like, oh, the Colts will win 14 games, go 14 and go through. This team's going to beat the Colts. I They're going to beat the Colts. I love that Colts. you said that. Now, and can I say something? You brought the ownership up. This is a team that for 10 years has been under threat of Ralph Wilson yes. dying. Yes. And then this team just leaving to Toronto or wherever. Bon Jovi. Right? Bon Jovi coming bon in and being Jovi. like, I'm taking this team <laughs> to Toronto. You give football a bad name. And, he, and it didn't happen. You got a local guy who bought the team. You right. know they're secure now. And now this fan base can be like, holy shit. We have a local rich owner. We have a great team, a coach that we kind of love and yes. who fits in this town. No wonder this town is so excited about the Buffalo. This Colts bandwagon is just overflowing. You can't get a seat. I don't, you I can't don't put want to be on it. You can't put your overhead bag. It's just spilling over with human flesh. It's going to be empty after this one. Okay. The Bills are going to beat them. Two things. Can you move no. away from me a little bit? I love, <laughs> I love how close Shrags oh, got to Toolsy. Yeah. Sorry. We're going to wrap, yeah, we're gonna have to wrap this up. But we're going to play yeah. one clip of your old work since these guys are here. We want an outsider's oh, here opinion. Here we go. This is Jay's first TV job. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. From Canada. Yeah. So you guys give us your honest assets. This is. Assess- oh, can we have the stinger, though? Assessment. What kind of society? Assessment. We have to have the stinger. And Mike's hooking that up over there. Go get it. Yeah, see, Vader's back on the camera. Featherstone quit. He's gone. Featherstone's done. Hey, Mike, <laughs> while you're queuing that up, can you read, uh, maybe you read a couple yeah, rapid fires? Right. Man, if for more Kirk. people had energy like Featherstone in this company, we'd be. <laughs> That's why he's gone. Away. That's why he's at a better job. Too much job. energy. <laughs> Where'd he go? He Artie, Artie, Artie Lang has. Beverly Hills Production Company. Probably David Hill's production Whoa. company. Artie, yeah. Lang, Artie Lang has yeah. a famous line says, I, I, I don't trust anyone with so much energy in the morning. <laughs> 
<laughs> Featherstone had a lot of energy. You're yeah. quoting Entourage, a fictional character. No, Artie Lang. Oh, Artie the Lang, comedian. the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> My Ari kids Gold. have a lot of energy in the morning. <laughs> I don't trust them. <laughs> yeah. I don't, oh, don't trust the kids it. at all. Don't trust them. Go I don't trust it. any Rapid kids. Fire. Yes! Here we go. All right. Okay. This first one's from Leslie Goulet. What happened to the clip? To the We're going to do Rapid first. Fire first. Oh, wow. You missed that. Uh, all right, <laughs> for Kirk. Yeah. Uh, during your happens. Buffalo... This is what happens when we drink tequila on the mm. podcast. goes off the rails. During your Buffalo stint, what was the greasiest bar you went to? The oh. greasiest bar I went to. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't have to Ooh. be Buffalo. No, 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 no. Um, Could be Niagara Falls, USA. It may have to be Niagara Falls. Oh, there's a lot of greasy bars. Well, there. actually, just go down to Chippewa. Chippewa Street, and it's rocking. Chippewa, the first couple weeks of of a fall or school gets back, you just don't. I can't go down there when mm. all the co-eds are back. I just stayed in my home. What's going on in Tonawanda? Tonawanda, Tonawanda, Tonawanda is where the cheesecake factory was. You always have to know where your local Shrags. cheesecake factory yeah. is. You have to. Shrags, where are you at? Cheesecake you factory. Where I got I got a uh, I got an iPhone and I downloaded the cheesecake factory app. Right. It so you always you, know yeah, where to so find it. If I'm in a city, I type in the zip code and boom, I know where it is. I love yeah. that. I love Traeger it. bomb. <laughs> All right. This is from Nick Davis. Which of your former teams should have a most the most hope for the future, the Raiders or the Jaguars? Oh. Oh, that's that a was tough for 13. No, I I, I'm going I'm going with the Raiders. The Sophie's Raiders. choice. Yeah. No, I the reason why I'm going with the Raiders cuz and I, I don't want to be a, a homer here. But it's hard when you go around these teams, though. It really is because you buy in because you see it. It's right there in front of you. And I saw Kid Norton Jr. with his, with his hands, hands taped wrapped up. up. He's ready to go. And he's out there. New defensive coordinator, Ken Norton <laughs> Ken Jr. Norton Jr. Khalil Mack, your breakout yes, star, Shregs. And um, can we bring up the fact that, Shregs, you are so high on the box this year. You're so high on the uh, box. We're, we're high so on their high win on total. The he's high on their win uh, total. Not, they're not going to the playoffs yeah. or anything, but I'm high on the box. I really like them. I Khalil Mack wore number 52 for the Raiders. Do you know yes. the last great number 52 for the Raiders? Kirk Morrison. Yeah. What? They didn't yeah, retire that? that? What the yeah. hell? We have the same initials. You can't take that. I'm KM52 the first. He's KM52 the second. We've already talked about it. Me and Khalil Mack. We've already talked about it. And guess where he played college ball, Khalil think. Mack, of all places? Buffalo. Buffalo. No he's, way. He's a bull, not a bill, though. Remember that. He's no Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait. Um, Blake Bortles. P I noticed Peter King said Blake Bortles is... His breakout player it's tough. of mm. the year. Look, Peter King said that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> 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 I know, I know we, we put out the no red, car yes. Whoa. red carpet for Colin Coward to have him yes. on. I know that. Um, okay, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing shade. What? No shade. What's good? Uh, What's good? What's good? Uh, Blake Bortles needs Bortles. I mean, I've been hearing about Jaguars. The next Roethlisberger. <laughs> so he's got the same... Same build as Roethlisberger, same yes. agent as Roethlisberger, also Kirk's old agent, yes. the Tolners. There's a lot of connections there. Now, Greg Olson is the new offensive coordinator, yes. so they throw a lot of balls. It, I, it's just tough for me to look at the Jaguars and say we're going to have a breakout anything. Can if anything, name, name three wide receivers that's for the, the thing. Jaguars And, right and the now. wide receiver is Allen Robinson. He's okay. a guy from Penn State. You can do Allen Hearns. You can do Marquis Lee. There's, but like Allen Robinson's the it. only one right. that you have to watch, and there really aren't that many threats. The, the one to me is T.J. Yeldon, the running back. Exactly. But it's the Jaguars. They're winning five games. They they're still not, got Toby Gerhardt. Yeah. I mean, they're 
they're not going to do anything. Look at he laughs. Died laughing. Like Julius Thomas strikes. out for a while? I mean, yeah, they're, they're doomed. It's going to be tough. Yeah. All right. It's going to be tough. One more. One Peter more. King. One more. Okay, one more. <laughs> Sorry, Shrek. What's good? One more. One more. This is from Jason Lemur. Uh, who do you think will be the first head coach to be fired this season? Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, I like that. The first one? Jeez, that's going easy. That's easy to me. I let's, think let's throw that out for to Kirk DC and Peter. Going? I think you got to go to DC. Really? Yeah, I saw Bravada had some odds out a couple of days ago. Bravada. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should be called. Uh, uh, it's tough with Jay Gruden because he's on a five-year, twenty-five yeah. million wow. dollar deal, all guaranteed. Good friend, good agent. Mm. I hate saying fired. I'll say this: this might be Tom Coughlin's last year in New York. Too old. Yeah, I kind of I I talked about it a little bit earlier today. I really did. Someone asked me about this, and they said, "Okay, you look at the the NFC East, and of these teams, you know which which team could be the most noise and the least noise." And I said, "Well, honestly, I look at the New York Giants and their defense, even without Jason Pierre-Paul, is still question marks. The safety position is a question mark." Linebackers are injured every single year. I can't even tell you who's going to start at linebacker week one right now. I hope it's, I mean, John Beeson's there, but, you know, he can be out by the second play of the game. But on the offensive side, Victor Cruz, we don't know how effective he'll be. And there's just something about Odell Beckham Jr. that I like I this. He, he's actually well, on something. This. I, want I just it. think he got it too fast. A little bit too mm. soon. He got it too quick. Hmm. You aren't buying it. And I don't buy into it at all because – now, guess what? You're not sneaking up on me There's anymore. a target mm-hmm. on him. We target you, not in a bad way. Interesting. But I'm a defensive coordinator. I'm in the NFL. I'm telling you this. I'm going into my meeting room, and I'm putting a picture of number 13. Doing the saying, Madden cover. He's doing the yes. SBs. Yeah, yeah. He's everywhere. He's got the blonde tips. Yeah. Yeah. The Odell, blonde Be- tips. Odell Beckham is not this, laying low. <laughs> this guy, is this. yeah, I mean, I'll probably have some better choice language, but this MFer right here, yeah. he's not going to catch a freaking ball in this defense today. I guarantee that. Oh, okay. But that's the kind of mentality that you have to have mm-hmm. because when a guy has so much stardom, people are going to go out and go at him now because if he was a guy who just went out there and played, I mean, like Andrew Luck, he's going to see Andrew Luck. He could be a, the biggest star in the NFL, but he chooses not to be. And that's why I think he's going to keep succeeding in the NFL. Guys who get this quick start, I look at two guys in particular. We've talked about them. Robert Griffin III in his rookie season and Colin Kaepernick. They were, when they were on that one year, they were – I mean, Robert Griffin III was Griffin-in. He yeah. had poster. You know what Kaepernick you're doing here. was kissing his biceps. This is a lesson in life. Over, Whenever is. you're in a workplace, yeah. just fly under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. Be like David Featherstone. <laughs> Start slow, right? Hustle. You're gone. You'll be out of here. Okay, let's quickly check the, uh, the clip here, and then uh, we got to wrap it up. Gather round, children. This is exciting. It's time for another installment of the early works of Jay Onright. Oh, bollocks. It's not where he plays with his willy and all that, is it? <laughs> wow! Wow! So strange. So weird. Hey, here we go. This is great. Okay. Oh, I need some audio. For the Hall of Fame, but it never hurts to pad your resume. Going into tonight's game with the Hurricanes, Messier was only one goal away from becoming the 10th player in NHL history to score 600 goals. He was hoping to reach the milestone tonight and help Vancouver get their third win of the season 
in the process. Let's process. check out the highlights in this one. Process. Was that Archie's third Urbe? straight game? Archie Zerbe and we did, did, we did this last week. On the time wonders what life would have been like for Dallas Stars forward Brett Hall had he never left the team. He had been drafted by Calgary Flames. My guess is that Hall would have married the Prairie Girl from Saskatchewan. Spending the summers in Saskatoon, eventually joining our news team. This is a joke. 40 years with a 3-2 final over Edmonton. They also ended a five-game winless streak against the Oilers. Doug Waite picked up one assist. One wonders what life would have been like for Dallas Stars forward Brett Hall had he never left the team he had been drafted by, the Calgary Flames. My guess is that Hall would have married a prairie girl from Saskatchewan. Spending the summers in Saskatoon, eventually joining our news team as weatherman. And you know what that That's means? Good. Josh Clausen would have been able to fulfill his true ambition to be a dancer in the musical Cats. Let's go to the highlights now. Still doing weather at CFRN and Edmonton. It's one nothing for the Flames. I thought that was a really funny highlight clip. I would watch that today and like smile and smirk. Flip. If you switch Josh Clausen's like name with like to the with, with uh, like Bill Ryder Sam Champion, Sam Champion. No, we'll about <laughs> a guy here, I'm saying like an employee, and we're like, you made that joke. I would laugh. Thank you, Pete. Yes. I do appreciate there that. Are some, there are some uh, glicks and verbal ticks and stuff yeah. like that. We got to work yeah. on it. Some real problems. Yeah. He was over enunciating. That was the problem. <laughs> process. The process. That was good. That's but that's how we say process. Yeah. Process. I but like not process. bad, Jay. I mean, it's not CKDJ bad. I think that's. Who wants a cookie? <laughs> uh, guys, how thanks how for coming you, in. Yeah, thank, um, you, thank you. Thank we didn't have time us. to get to Engineer Jim today. Engineer Jim? Or Never did we? Time. That's okay. How about very quickly, Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah, well, you have time. Everything well, okay over there? What was that? Yes. yes! Unbelievable. Perfect. Yeah, so um, uh, I actually never worked directly with Simon and Garfunkel. But uh, I worked with Edie Brickell, what? who and is married Paul to Simon. Paul Simon. Yeah. Take me so down there's the a little water. six degrees. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. What, what did you do with Edie? Uh, she was a I, fox I, in her day. I, I mixed one of her singles or B-side or something. It was for like her second or third album. I, I don't remember. I always remember her making her network debut on Late Night with David Letterman. And he was just blown away by her. <laughs> It was for what I am is what I am, which Paul is yeah. song. I, I mean, that's the yeah, that's Paul the one Simon the nowadays, first record. He doesn't uh, look good. He, he doesn't look good. I I, I want to say this was uh, her first solo record after she left the New Bohemians. Right. I wonder what the New Bohemians. And it was like <laughs> in the uh, mid '90s or something like that. Uh, that was from uh, we should mention Tori and Cassie and, and, and Tori my, Amos, my buddy Tori Hoover, Amos. who I've talked about before. He uh, he. Does uh, he mixes uh, Garfunkel live when Art does shows we'll dive, every once in a while? Did we ever dive into his nickname because it can be one of only two things? Hoover. Uh, you yeah, you we'll, we'll are assuming along. correctly. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say one thing real quick? Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, I went on my uh, on, a, on my brother's bachelor party, Whoa. and it was in Chicago, oh, and I yeah. saw the Foo Fighters at Wrigley Field, and I'm not a big Foo Fighters guy. I don't have any real connection to that band. I was blown away by this band live. Yeah, they were awesome. I've never seen them live. I've never heard they've been that good. They probably played for two and a half hours. They, it was in the pouring rain. It was maybe the, and I've seen Springsteen 10 times. It was probably 
the best live show. Was he show still in I've his seen. chair? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Throne. He broke so, his leg. So he's so. sitting, sitting down. You texted me at the time. You're like, this best live show I've ever seen. How many times have you seen The Killers live? I've probably seen way? The Killers live. I exaggerate sometimes, but I've probably seen them live 25 times. 20. They just played last times. weekend here. I know. They were at a festival. They were on, well, don't do festivals. Festivals are for the. For the for the, for for the, the what? For the you know, those are for no, the no, millennials no, no, no. like Mike. <laughs> yeah. But like Foo Festivals Fighters are for the birds. Foo Fighters. <laughs> hey, every song was, was like playing. a hit song when you probably for two and a half hours. And here's yeah. the thing. Like every Jim song is spot on. Every song. I, my you know my brother it was a big fan. He was like, oh, you'll know him. I'm like, I don't I don't own a single album. I don't care. And they break off with like you know, here comes my hero. I'm like, oh, this is the Foo Fighters. Like you know every song. You just don't know right. they sing it and they they literally you know every word to every one yeah. of those songs. That sounds like a great. cool bachelor party though. Yeah, don't make fun. <laughs> and on that note, Kirk Morrison, Kirk Morrison, unbelievable. Pete Traeger, Engineer Jim, Pat Muldowney, Rage, Raging at the Foo Fighters, Mike Bonacello, Michael Bader. Happy birthday, Daniel. Yeah, Toolsy. Thanks for listening to the podcast. By the way, I got to mention very quickly. From now through the end of September, anyone can earn $10 in Amazon credit up to the regular $5 if he or she refers a friend to Amazon Canada student, and that friend participates in the free six-month trial. Beginning in October, the referral credit will go back down to $5. Done. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry, Dan. Elvis has just left the building. So long, my time here is up. They're going home.